0: Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money. From student loan debt, to side hustles, to building wealth, we will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Oh, there are a lot of terms that come around when you're trying to apply to college and see what your future holds. Three that we're going to talk about today, early action versus early decision versus, you know, like a... Regular Decision. That is our topic for the show today. Welcome. And let's get right to it. So there are three main options for college admissions applications. Early action, early decision, regular decision. Early decision applications involve a commitment to enroll if admitted. In contrast, early action is non-binding. Students who are admitted early action are not required to accept the offer of admission. They may accept or reject the offer of admission at the same due date as the regular admission pool, which is typically May 1st. Students who apply early decision are limited to applying to just one school. Students who apply for early action may be limited to applying to just one college, called single-choice early action or restrictive early action. In some cases, restrictive early action colleges will actually allow early action applicants to apply early action to public colleges, but not other private schools. Some colleges with non-restrictive early action say that they don't share information about their early action applicants with other colleges, allowing the student to apply early action to more than one college, which is kind of nice. So let's talk about those early and regular application deadlines. When students apply for early action or early decision, they must submit their applications by an earlier deadline. They learn the admissions decision before the regular admission deadline. This allows them to apply regular decision to other colleges, if they don't get in early. Early action and early decision typically have application deadlines on November 1st, with notification in mid-December. Regular decision typically has deadlines in January or February, with notification in March or April. Some colleges may have different deadlines, such as early admission deadlines in mid-November or as late as mid-October, and regular decision deadlines as early as December 1st. Some schools may have multiple early action and early decision deadlines, too. So how many colleges actually offer this early action and early decision thing? About 180 colleges offer early decision, and about 310 offer early action for a total of 490 colleges offering early admission. Noteworthy. Colleges that offer early decision include Amherst College, uh, Brown University, Carnegie Mellon, Claremont McKenna, Columbia, Washington University, Occidental College, Pitzer College, Tufts University, University of Pennsylvania, Vanderbilt, Wesleyan University, and even Williams College. Noteworthy colleges that offer early action instead of early decision include MIT, Harvard, Princeton, Stanford, and Yale, even Ohio State University, University of Colorado in Boulder, and the University of Massachusetts, Michigan, Notre Dame, South Carolina, Virginia Tech, I should say, and uh, even the University of Massachusetts at Boston. Santa Clara, Sarah Lawrence College, and University of Chicago, among others, offer both early decision and early action. There are some advantages and disadvantages of early decision versus early action. Let's take a look at those. With both early decision and early action, there is the potential for less stress if the student is admitted early. Getting in early provides kind of, you know, some peace of mind, knowing that you got in somewhere. On the other hand, the student's stress may be magnified if their early admission application is rejected or deferred to the regular admissions pool. So the earlier application deadlines, however, provide the student with less time to write and improve their application. It may also provide less time for the student to get feedback on their application. This can be an added source of stress. As if you needed more stress, you know? But on the other hand, early action applications provide students with more practice on their college admissions essays and college interviews, potentially improving their later regular decision applications. Applying early may also prevent students from taking the November and December SAT and ACT tests, which may be important if they want to improve their admissions test scores. Early admission rates are higher than regular admissions, as some students believe that applying early increases their odds of admission, but in, the higher admissions rates may be due to a self selecting group of higher quality and wealthier students. Recruited athletes, may also be counted in the early decision acceptance pool, which kind of skews those stats. Applying early is also a form of demonstrated interest, which increases the likelihood that the student will enroll if admitted. It can signal that the college is the student's first choice. Early decision involves a commitment to enroll, while early action does not. Early action provides the student with more options. Early action actually allows the student to shop around for a college with the best financial aid offer, lowest net price. Early decision doesn't. So early decision is not suitable for low-income students, no, which may also include many underrepresented and first-generation college students, especially since most early decision schools do not meet the student's full demonstrated financial need. High-income students are twice as likely to apply early decision as low-income students. That's according to the Jack Kent Cook Foundation. Net price can vary significantly among colleges, too. So even if an early decision student will get the same aid offer as they would receive if they applied regular decision, the college may have a higher net price than other colleges. So if a student needs to compare colleges for affordability sake, they really shouldn't apply early decision. Strategies for applying for early admission. Let's take a look at those, two. A lot of students apply early to their dream school. If they get in and receive an affordable aid package, they're done. But dream colleges tend to be a little bit more competitive, so they're less likely to get in early. A better strategy may be to apply early action, not early decision, to a college where the student is likely to get in early, just to eliminate the need for some safety schools. This can save a ton of money, too, on application fees. In addition to applying early action to one school, students might even wish to submit their regular decision applications by the early admissions deadline, especially at early decision colleges. This may be interpreted by the college as demonstrating strong interest in the college. So, okay, all of this aside, can you back out of an early decision commitment Early decision colleges really try to intimidate students into thinking that they can't back out of an early decision commitment. They may require the student, parent, school counselor to sign an agreement in which the student commits to enroll in the college if admitted through the early decision application. But such an agreement is just not legally binding. If the college actually tried to enforce the commitment by notifying other colleges— That would violate antitrust law. They are not going to get away with it. It's a form of price fixing and collusion. Common reasons for backing out of an early decision commitment include an inadequate financial aid package, such as the net price is a whole lot higher than the estimate provided by the college's net price calculator, family emergency, maybe a serious illness or a death in the family, those types of things. Most early decision colleges ask the student to give them the opportunity to improve the financial aid offer first, but will release the student from the obligation to attend if they just can't afford to enroll. And that is our show for today. I know there are tons of confusing terms, deadlines, all that stuff going on when you're trying to enroll in college, so we want to make this a little bit easier for you and a little less stressful. Please, by all means, check out The College Investor if you want to dive in a little bit deeper and you can follow us on social media too. Ask questions. We'd love to get to know you and help you along in your journey and process to make this as stress-free and fun as possible applying for college. Just search for The College Investor. Don't forget the the. Anywhere you're on social media, we're probably there too. Thanks again for stopping by today and we'll talk to you again real soon.